0: Hey, we're so glad you found us. This is a Juicy Pair podcast with Sean and Wendy. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Sean. And we want to share with you some storytelling that leaves you feeling entertained, inspired, and puts a smile on your face.
1: And we are truly hoping to be able to talk about relatable topics, especially in this world of craziness. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. Stay tuned. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Hey, Wendy. Hello again. Here we are. Here we are. So glad to be with you this afternoon to talk about... Um the next episode of our podcast, which is going so fabulously. Yes.
0: We're having a lot of fun. We're um, having a lot of interesting different guests coming on in the next couple months. Yes. Um, and we're, we just spent the last hour kind of going through our calendars. Our calendar. To get <laughs> so our ducks cool. in a row and make sure that the dates and the times and everything is right. Because, uh, yeah, we want to make sure it's right. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about it. You have it.
1: worked really hard on booking people that we're going to talk to through February and March. And yeah, it's been a really great time to do so much scheduling with you and yeah. and planning, planning, planning. I'm so excited about some of these guests. I really am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it's going to be fun. Yeah. And interesting. So, so everybody has to constantly listen to our weekly podcast, so you can know what's happening.
0: Yes, and also feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's called a Juicy Pear Podcast at YouTube. Yes. So you'll find us on there. We usually do teasers, um,
1: you know, where we kind of talk about uh, what our episode coming up is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yep. Yeah. We're just on all the social media avenues and platforms. We're, we're so exciting, Wendy. You've worked very hard at what we're doing. Well, so have you? I so appreciate good. You so great. Thank you. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about um, different close calls that we've experienced through our lifetime, Yeah, the years
0: we've been alive. You know, I was thinking about this and I've kind of been through a lot. And if I would have had a little bit more time, I should have wrote down, but I can just write down a whole page full of Ones that come to mind, um, you know, close calls, near-death experiences, where if you would have chose something differently or made a different decision, you know, wouldn't have been
1: such a good thing. So the close calls that you were thinking about, um, are they more in your teen years or were they more like in your 20s? I, yeah, like, um, I was in, in,
0: in my 20s, in my 20s, more in my 20s, yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of them is uh, when I was in the
1: military. So so thank you very much for serving our country, by the way. Oh, goodness.
0: You're welcome. Yes. You're
1: very welcome, Sean.
0: Yes. Anything I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for serving our country. Oh, goodness. Okay. So good. Well, this one actually was, okay, this one was the teen years. My friend and I, we, she had a huge park in the back of her house. This was in the small town that I grew up in Tomahawk. She had this huge park and she, you know, knew this park you know she went she went to it all the time you know i would go with her sometimes and you know just exploring out in the woods there's many trails many acres i i believe it's like 60 acres um, but i'm not don't quote me on that i'm not sure but it is huge anyway we were there we were right in the middle of the woods i don't know we were just you know two teenage girls hanging out just kind of talking on this trail and it's deep woods like the trees are so tall that you'd look up and you really couldn't see the sky i mean we were right in the middle and there's all these like hills and stuff. And I noticed that there was one guy, probably about, I don't know, about fifty yards away. He was all dressed in black, and he had been following us mm-hmm. on a different trail. Or I just got kind of a weird feeling, like mm, this guy is following us. And I said, "Hey, did you notice there's somebody following us?" And she kind of looked back. She goes, "Yeah, I kind of noticed that. Let's just kind of play it off and pretend that we don't notice and just pretend that we're doing our own business." And you know, we're just walking and walking. And I kept looking back, and he kept getting closer. In closer. And it was weird. He had this long black trench coat. I'm not, I kid you not. It was a long black coat. He looked strange. I mean, I couldn't see his face, but he just looked like maybe he was up to no good. So I said to her, why don't we just pick up the pace a little? Cause this is strange. I didn't, it was just us two and him and I, there wasn't anybody else in the park. It was like, I don't know, later afternoon, whatever. It, it did
1: seem like he could be a kidnapper though. Yeah, I mean, I was a yeah. little
0: nervous. Yeah. But I really got nervous when we started picking up the pace. And I looked and he started picking up the pace mm-hmm. in our direction. Yeah. Coming at us, walking really fast in our direction. I'm like, what is he doing? She goes, oh, we got to go. We got to. Go. So immediately I grabbed like the corner of her shirt, twisted it around in my hand so she wouldn't outrun me. And we were just like, I remember we were like climbing up. Hills, uh, it's hilly. I, I look behind me, and he's running after us. I can see like his coat, like flapping. I'm like, oh my god! There was no question; he was running after us. Uh-huh. right. And we didn't know if he was just joking around. What he would do if he actually got us, you know? But he was—he was older. He wasn't our age. And I thought, oh, right, very scary. Right. So we were doing this for several minutes. She knew all the trails, so we went down this one trail. You know, we're twisting and turning. We hid there for a little bit. I'm like, let's oh, you did. just Yeah, I go, Let's just
1: get out of this park. I don't wanna hide anywhere. Cause how far away were, were you from your car at that point? You had oh, to get back to your car.
0: We were like it was at her house. In her house. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, her yeah. house was like, you know, oh so in you're trying to get out of this to her park. house, right? Yeah. So we were several minutes in the park. So it's like, okay, we gotta get out of here. We ended up outrunning them, you know, we quick, you know, yeah. We sat in this one little spot, hid there for a few minutes. And then she says, we got to go now's the time to go. And we left and we ran and we didn't look back and we just ran back home and ended up being okay. But that was really nerve wracking because I was like, what would he have done? Had he caught us, or what was? I mean, why would you just go and chase girls like that? If you know, right? You know, it's weird. So, so did he see the house you were heading to? Your no, friend? oh, he didn't see that. So, you, where you were we, headed to? So he was chasing us for a good few minutes. Crazy. We turned around in this one trail. We hid like in this thing, and we hid there for several minutes. And okay. I was so afraid he was going to find us. I'm yes. like You know, he didn't. I don't know. He must have took a different way, okay. or he stopped, decided, oh, it's not worth it, you okay. know, couldn't see us anymore. Yeah, so we out, ended up outrunning them. Um, we're running out into the clearing, so there's this big clearing, and then her house was, like, way on the other side. Yep. I didn't even want to look back behind me. I was so scared, you know, yep. and made it out of that.
1: Yep, so. well, I'm glad you did. Definitely a close call oh, there. Oh, my
0: gosh. Goodness. That's one of them.
1: Yep. Do you have any? Um, I was thinking of the a few close calls that I've experienced have always been in water near drownings. Ugh. So one time I was scuba diving, practiced scuba diving in a pool.
0: Oh, now wait a minute. You, I didn't know that about you. You're a scuba diver.
1: Um, I was practicing to be one and training to be one. Um Interesting. Messing around with the tanks and the masks and such and okay. the mouthpieces. And we were in a, a deep end of a pool, and I had not yet had practice how to clear my mask. Yeah. And so I went down. I descended down into the water with my tank and my scuba gear. How far and, down were you? Uh, well, it was just a 12-foot deep end well, high school pool. Well, just 12 feet. I mean, yeah. if you, that's... that's of course, yeah. we're just practicing and training. But I was with my uncle, and so he was across from me, and he wanted... I had never practiced how to clear oh my, my mask, which is to lift the top of your mask and blow out your no- yeah. nose. Yeah. And I had not practiced. And so he asked me, through doing the scuba sign language underneath the water to go and he was trying to press his hand up to clear my mask. And I did not know how to do it, but I did. I was a ding dong and did it anyway. So I breath- when I went to go clear my mask and push the top, I actually breathed in water. Oh, my god! So then all of a sudden, all of my face and my, oh my um, nose um, in my mouth was inhaling water. Uh. So literally, it became like a drowning thing because yes. um, now I literally could not breathe. And now, mind you, my tank is full of air. That's why I'm down at the bottom of this pool. But you're all heavy. You can't, and I'm easily get up. (gasps) And I also can't breathe now. And I don't know how to solve this. So with all of my might, and I wasn't thinking quick enough to deflate my tank so I could rise up, because I was now panicking because I was now drowning, literally drowning. Yeah. And with my heavy tank on my back, I swam for the surface of the pool, and did and just started breathing and coughing and breathing and coughing. Now wait
0: a minute. Where was your uncle?
1: Uh, he was now, he could assist you a little bit. Uh, well, no, he, had, he was trying to ascend as well with his tank to get up to the top to make sure that I was going to be okay. Okay. He was behind me, but coming yeah. up slower than I, I did. Cause I swam with all my might to get well, to the yeah, top of the Well, yeah, you pool. didn't
0: want to drown. I didn't want to drown. You had water in your So tank. I had grabbed the oh side of the,
1: um, deck and, um the side of the edge of the pool, and I was coughing and sputtering and realizing, okay, I hate scuba diving. I'm not doing it again. Not again. (laughs) Take this darn tank off.
0: I'm done. (laughs) You probably should have practiced that a little bit in the shallow one before doing that. It
1: was regretful that I didn't practice. How old were you? Oh, I was in my 20s. And where it's was it? Was it a to pool a, around
0: here? Or? Yeah, high
1: school pool at the north side of Grand Rapids, and I was the pool director there. But my oh. family, um, I've, a lot of my family are scuba divers, so okay. um, I was just going to be one more of them is to scuba dive. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that experience of almost having so much drowning happening, I was like, nope, I'm good with scuba yep. diving. I never had an interest to do, do that, and, do it.
0: and I don't ever want to. Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested either. I've snorkeled. I've snorkeled before. There's yep. just something <laughs> sure. very unnatural about putting your face underwater and breathing, even with snorkeling, I, you know, you have your snorkel, but it's like that took, a, that took a little bit for me to do. I didn't like doing that. Once I did it, I always thought like a wave was going to come off. Oh, I've been a swimmer swimming. all
1: my life. I, I, My mom had us in the pool when we were babies. Yeah. And then that led to being a water safety instructor and a lifeguard, and then I was a pool director in my 20s. And so then scuba diving was as natural for me to do, but when I experienced that, I didn't clear my mask appropriately. And the feeling of almost drowning is really scary. So I'm like, I'm done.
0: That's too bad that that happened. Oh, I'm so glad you didn't. My gosh.
1: Yeah, I just recently had an uncle come to me and say, are you ready to scuba dive yet? Because it's been 20 something years. And I told him, nope, I'm
0: good. I'm good.
1: You go scuba dive all day long. Yep. that memory probably (laughs)
0: stays with you, right? Yeah. It's done.
1: It's yeah. stuck. Yeah, for sure. Another pool close call that I have too is this time with my family pool with one of the houses that we had. Uh, my daughter who was three at the time and now she's 14. Um, we didn't know that she had slipped in the water. We didn't hear that she had slipped in. And my ex-husband was vacuuming the pool and I was weeding. Mm. And AJ was in the pool. The older brother in the pool playing, and we never heard Cassidy oh um gosh. slip into the water. And she was three. And That's we never, so easy to do. It was very easy. It was quiet yeah. as a mouse. Yep. And AJ was noisy while he sat in the pool and was playing. And so uh, my ex uh, finally looked over to the right and saw that she was yeah. Under the water, hovering, trending. It's like a silent thing. Yeah, it was silent. It silence.
0: only takes a few seconds. Yep, she had yep. big,
1: big eyes looking up, Aww. and then he yelled for me, and I was I was right there near, yes, so he scooped her up and brought her right out, and her lips were blue, and <sighs> we just had that revelation of we could have just lost mm-hmm. her yep. because if we yep. had not seen her quick enough, I, and then that, that's why it's so important for little people, yes. toddlers, to be with life jackets and with swimmies on. And, yep around pool edges because they slip in yes. so quickly. It,
0: those are such hard years, aren't they?
1: Yeah. I remember like for
0: like every couple seconds I had to like just keep your eye, you know, with the twins. And when they go in opposite yep. directions, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so unbelievably difficult. Yep. That was a big, huge fear of mine. Um, we didn't have a pool or anything, but I just, I didn't really take him to the beach very much
1: then because it was just so unbelievably oh, difficult. Yeah, why it would be difficult. Like, how many close calls do we have when you have your kids as toddlers or Mm -hmm. whatever age inside of stores? Oh, yeah. And they take off down aisleways, and you're like, where did they just go? Like, you've got to go find them. Yeah, I remember. Did they get snatched up? Yeah. Now they're lost.
0: Yep. I had um, a close call with Ella, actually, when um, I took Ella and Olivia to the mall.
1: And they were, goodness, I want to say six, seven. And Ella and Olivia are your oldest twins. Yes. So they're yep. six or seven. Yep. Okay. Awesome.
0: Yeah, no, actually, you know what? They were a little bit younger. I'm not sure, but I clearly remember um, Ella running out I had Olivia with me. We were walking out to the parking lot outside of J.C. Benny's. Okay. And Ella just did her own thing. A lot of times she would take off and it would drive me nuts. And I still had Olivia with me. I'm like, I can't, I, I'm not two moms. What am I going to do? Right? Right. So Ella wanted to go out to the car. She saw the car and she's like, you know, just running out to the car. Ran through. So... She was running full steam ahead through um, the crosswalk. She wasn't looking. And I saw this car coming up. This car was coming. I screamed at the top of my lungs, Ella! I mean, I had to do it like three times. Ella! She just kept going. And I finally said, stop! You know, she stopped. the, The teenage kid that was about to run her over, and she would have. She would have creamed Ella if she didn't stop. Oh, no. Stopped. And Ella stopped. I'm like, oh my gosh! I was oh like, oh my gosh, just
1: right close. And Ella call. was like, she
0: Ella turned her head and started laughing. And then the teenage <sighs> the the driver went around her. She could have gotten killed. Just Absolutely. just right
1: in front of oh, me. Oh, close call. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Don't miss those years at no. all. <laughs> I'm so glad that. No. uh Yeah, I um I don't miss those years. I those know were toddlers difficult. running in cars. Oh and they my don't gosh. Miss when you're taking them uh. to the store, uh, you know I did have a couple scary times where uh, I took off four and I couldn't find. I don't know who. I think it might have been Hudson because he loved to hide under those little clothes racks. He'd hide in them and think it's funny, and I couldn't see him, and it's not funny, and I'm looking around. Where? Where are you? Where are you? And you, you, you know, you go through panic mode and that that mom feeling. Yes. Of, oh my god, your heart drops. You're like your kid was there. And two seconds ago, and then all of a sudden, where'd you go? Did you evaporate? Where'd you go? That's such a scary feeling. And I'm so glad that I'm out of those years. It was was very stressful. Yeah. Well, I had a couple of close calls when I was in the service as well. I'm trying to think of which one I want to do because they're both. Well, I'll do this one. Okay. So there was a period of time when I was in the service, I lived off post in an apartment. And so I'd have to get up early and get ready for PT, which is physical training. We had it early in the morning. So I was getting ready to, you know, get dressed and go to PT. And then I drive on post to do it. And then I come back and take a shower at the apartment and then go back to on post and do my job. I get this knock on the door. It's probably about 5.15 in the morning. And I'm like, who could that be? And I um, open the door and this girl, she says, she goes, I know that you're in the service. And she said, "I, I really need you to help me. I go, Okay, what, do you, what kind of help would you like? My um, my boyfriend is coming here. He's going if he sees me in my apartment, he's going to kill me. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, I, I don't know what to do. And um, could I stay at your apartment while you go to PT? She knew my schedule, obviously. Could I just hide in your apartment? I'll I'll know when he comes because I'll be able to hear him come because her apartment was just really close to mine. Okay. When he comes there, then I can call the police from your apartment. <laughs> and I'm like. Oh my gosh. Uh And, and such a, it it was just such a, out of the, um, I was so surprised at it. And, but the look in her eyes she was truly scared. She really uh, was desperate. I could tell that. And there were so many reasons for me not to let her in and not to do that, but I just couldn't, I couldn't do that. So what I told her, I said, okay, I have to go to PT, but what I will do is you can stay in this apartment, but I want you to lock, double bolt the doors. When you hear him come in, or when you hear him walking around on the sidewalk, when you hear him walking, I want you to immediately to call the cops. I don't want you looking out the window. I don't want you to see him, have him see you looking through my apartment. I didn't want to get, you know, involved, but I wanted right. to really help her. Right. I'll be back after physical training. I'll come back. I'll be back in about an hour. She said, okay. She believed me. I had all my, like, belongings in my apartment. You know, I was like, I think she was there to steal anything. I didn't, I just didn't. I didn't get that feeling. So I just, my gut said, let her in, you know, okay. do it. So I left and I said a prayer. I'm like, okay, you know, I don't want to get involved in this. But so I went to PT and did that. I drove back. And as I was coming into the apartment complex, I see in um, the parking lot, two, three cop
1: cars. Oh, man. And I'm like, oh, no. oh my gosh.
0: She comes running out of my apartment. She goes, I oh, want well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I said, what? so what happened? I go, where is he? They go, they arrested him. He's in jail. He came. At the apartment complex with a butcher knife. Oh my! He broke through my apartment. I called. I could hear him. What? I called from your apartment. Called the police, and they saw him in my apartment. They broke. Sh- you know, he broke down her door, and he had a big machete in his hand. Or oh knife my god, Whatever. He would have killed. He goes. He would have killed me. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> I was like. Okay, that well, well, was definitely I did, I did the right thing. Yeah, that was I felt good. Thank you. Yeah, I felt good about that.
1: Scary though. Hello. I,
0: I know. I was just scared. I didn't want him to know where I lived. i was like, ugh. Right. But I wanted to help her. There was there
1: was a look in her eye that said, you know, I need help here. So I was glad to help her. Yep. Very shocking. And I'm glad that yeah, she's alive. Yeah. Don't you wonder now where they those people might be? Yeah. I mean, like, where's the one the guy I that went no to idea. jail? Like, is he still in jail? Where did he go? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who knows? What Maybe did. in jail if you're doing something
1: else. Where Who knows? Had. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, do you have another one? Um, I was thinking, too, that even with my brain aneurysm last year, it was uh. a super close call from dying, because brain aneurysms are unexpected to ever get, and then they, you're, it's unexpected and a close call about how they take shape in your head. So they can take shape, and I, you can mm-hmm. be a survivor like myself, or they turn you into a vegetable state where yeah. you have stroke, stroke yep. symptoms, and you have loss of body parts mm-hmm. and limbs, and well yeah, what happened to you is a um, miracle. I mean yeah. you could have very well died. I'm I mean, a very close call to near dying near dying. So yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm glad you didn't ah, show it's ah. crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah, in it's February so it's
1: coming up to the year anniversary. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to go out, out to eat down. or do
0: something special at yeah. that time. <laughs> we will you know, to celebrate life. Yeah. Seriously. I'm um, so
1: thankful to be alive. But yeah. that's definitely a close call.
0: Absolutely mm. it is. I had another one and this sounds kind of bad too. I mean, I think about, I probably had quite a bit more, but these just came to mind. I had an, I had another friend that lived off post. She was great. She was older than me. She was like an older sister. She wasn't in the service. I can't remember quite how I met her, but she was just great. And I would go to her place on the weekends sometimes and we'd just hang out and, you know, watch movies and stuff. And she had called me, it was a Friday. I just got, I lived in the barracks at the time. Uh, barracks are like military equivalent of like apartments. Okay. She called me and asked if... Hey, hey, do you want to come hang out this weekend? And something, I don't know. I just got a weird, strange feeling. No, I didn't want to, even though I really, you know, wanted to, wanted to go out. I just got this strong feeling, don't, don't do that, don't. And I didn't. And, you know, I said, oh, I'm kind of tired. You know, I'm just going to lay low this weekend. So I didn't go over there. Well, it's a good thing I didn't. Because that night, that Friday night, her her ex husband, who she hadn't seen in years, they were estranged. He was kind of violent. Mm-hmm. He had broken into her house. Um, he had a weapon on him, and he got in through the screen door where I was going to sleep. I was going to sleep on the porch, and uh, he went in there and beat her up. And
1: what's up with the crazy psycho men? then? <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know. I mean, They're I going remember going after
1: women. What? Why? Yeah.
0: And I visited her in the hospital. I remember she had a neck what? brace on. She oh, was, my goodness. She goes, I'm so sorry that I invited you because had you come over there, who knows what he would have oh done with you. Oh, my gosh. And I was like,
1: oh, my gosh. What is up with the relationships of people? I know. <laughs> I know.
0: So that, that was... think this is appropriate. That was... Uh, Eye opening and scary.
1: Yeah, um, for sure. Just it is. seeing
0: her at the hospital. I remember laying her laying on the, um, you know, laying down, she had a neck brace on, she had two black eyes and um bloody lip. And I thought, oh my gosh. You know, so yeah, that was a close call.
1: <laughs> I've had
0: a bunch of close
1: calls. So. I know when you take the time to think about it, yeah, you can drum up like, oh yeah, that was and that, yeah, that was happened. and that was that over happened. the years. But Unless,
0: you, yep. And sometimes you think about too,
1: like, I uh,
0: wonder how many close calls you had that you had no idea of, you know, mm-hmm. like people that you might've passed or if you yep. had driven a different way. Yes. Or different- driven a different way. Yeah. That's right. another thing
1: too. Right. Uh, Taking a different trail I going know. on a different road or a different highway. You might've might missed those accidents. That oh, I've been in a lot of car accidents. More than the normal person. <laughs> More than normal. Yeah, I don't know. What does that say, that we shouldn't have you driving? No, I'm a great driver. (laughs) I'm I'm a great driver.
0: It all happened to me, not because of me. Yeah, I remember having been one when I was in the service, and I was in a parking lot, and just out of nowhere, this car just creams my car and totally, you know, just took me by complete surprise. And yeah, that wasn't good. And I remember, and I couldn't even, like, there's people coming to the car, and I go, what ha- what's up with my car? What's up with my car? And, and the one guy goes, well, there's a piece of it over there, and there's another piece over there laughing, thinking it's funny. I got blood running down my face because I got this big cut on my, you know, like even like a superficial cut. If you get it like in your forehead, it bleeds like crazy. So it's bleeding like crazy, like down my face, down in my eye. And I'm like trying to hold on. He's like, yeah, you're a piece of your car's over there. I'm like, shut up, dude. I don't need to hear that. And uh, yeah, we call the ambulance,
1: blah, blah, blah. I didn't need an ambulance, but yeah. My goodness. Well, girlfriend, (laughs) let's uh, wrap this up because we've been talking for a number of minutes about close calls. So yeah. It's been a good podcast episode. It has been. to kind of it's been go fun. over old stories. So. I know. Yeah, I'm glad to hear about your that you're safe from weird predators <laughs> and people that enter apartments inappropriately and have knives. And, oh my god. I'm, and glad. I'm very thankful to be alive from drownings and, yes, I'm and so brain aneurysms. You
0: haven't dr- you know, you haven't drowned from scuba diving. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, it's been an interesting podcast and like always we've had a lot of fun and uh we'll talk to you soon. Yep. See you later. Bye bye.
1: Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. We had so much fun, didn't we, Sean? Yes. I totally hope, everybody, that you enjoyed our episode. So please, subscribe to our website, com. Yes.
0: See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of A Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypairpodcast.com.